Welcome to the Run to Improve Podcast Half Hour with your host, Jose Santos from Las Vegas, bringing you inspiration and motivation to keep you going. Here we go. Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to the Run to Improve Podcast Show, where we bring you action, motivation, inspiration, and running. Today's guest is special. So we're out here at the BBC St. Patty's Day. What was it? St. Patrick's Day Half Marathon. Half Marathon, guys. So hopefully you guys are able to come out. If not, check out the photos that I'm going to post on Facebook, share with everybody. We're going to be out here doing our thing. Uh, we're at A station number. A station one. A station number one, baby. We're at the three mile marker. So we're here today with Andrew Wright. He's one of my run aficionado ambassadors. He's also a triple dare ambassador. Uh, he's a father, just a great guy all around. And I wanted to introduce him today to you guys and bring him on and just share his story because so far what I've heard, it's just amazing stuff. Happy so, St. Patrick's Day. Yep, yep. So Andrew, introduce yourself. Tell the people a little bit about you. Hey guys, I am, uh, as he said, I, I work with a bunch of the race companies here in town and I am a dad and uh, I actually, my daughter races and is also j- the newest of the ambassadors. The newest ambassador, uh, number 60, baby. Ava, and we have a charity at, based after Ava. She's got a condition named, uh, called Kiari that has no cure yet, but, and she was basically told she couldn't really do much and she would kind of lead a, a sheltered life and we decided that the doctors were wrong. So she's been out doing 10Ks, 5Ks, Spartan races, and we, uh, as Ava's Avengers, we all get together. It's runners from across the country, and we get together and we help other families who have kids with medical conditions or different charities where we raise money and awareness by going out and doing what we love and being healthy, and we help inspire other people to get up and make a change in their communities also. That's awesome, man. That's awesome how you decided not to let people put limitations on your daughters uh, because sometimes when we let people tell us what we should be doing or how we should be living our life sometimes that makes it worse like I was just recently watching this YouTube to get off tro- a little bit off topic it was called um, the most on uh, what's it what's that word uh, basically guys <laughs> I'll think of the word right now but basically this gentleman he lives out in the wilderness in the forest and they told him hey you're 50 you should live in a uh, in a uh, what's it called seniors assisted living. assisted living in a senior care home and he's like no I don't feel that old I don't feel that way so he decided to move into the forest and he's been living there for the last 30 years running making trails for other people to enjoy themselves as much as he loves to be out there running but he told he says age does not define me I define myself and that right there stood out to me and I was like, yeah, we can't let somebody tell us what to do. And I'm glad you did that for your daughter to show her, hey, babe, it's going to get hard. It doesn't mean you quit. You keep doing what you're doing and you keep moving forward. Absolutely. Right on, Andrew. So, Andrew, what type of runs do you prefer doing and in your type of charity work that you do? Uh, well, one of my, the most fun ones for me, I like to do the obstacle course races. Uh, the, and the longer the distance, the better. Uh, you get to be out on the course longer and you get to push yourself a little bit harder. But it also, um, tra- I love trail running and road running, but with the obstacles, it, it just, it teaches you without even realizing it that you're going to, you hit all these bumps in life and obstacles in life and you learn to overcome them and how to get over them without even thinking about it. And every person who I've introduced to Spartan Racing, 
you just see a change in them as a human afterwards where things that they used to get stressed and freak out about things or quit things without even making a conscious change once they've done that Spartan race and crossed the finish line they don't even sweat those things anymore you know less than a year later something that they would have quit and freaked out about and bitched about now they're sitting there and laughing about and going through like it's nothing right and I've been through that guys that's an amazing feeling once you have that confidence that you know you conquered something whatever comes to whether it's not non-related to running you'll be like hey I put up with five hours of this and almost died and I'm gonna be here complaining about you just fired me or something like that too. No, you won't lose that mentality. You'll have that awareness, you'll be strong, you'll be, hey, I'm ready to take whatever the world throws at me. And that's what running is about, that inner mentality buildup. Because the first time you start running, I don't know if it was like you formed the same as you that was for me. When I first started running, I remember the negative head in my, the negative voice in my head. What are you doing? I'm too fat. I shouldn't be doing this. Quit. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm chafing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. And you're like, man, no, quit. But then little by little, I got rid of that voice. Now that voice tells me, keep going, push, push. It becomes a mantra. It becomes part of me. And that voice tells me when I'm not running, hey, go out there and run. When before it wasn't even like that. So we gotta learn to build that inner voice, get connected with it. At least that's how I felt when I started running in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's well, and a great line, like little line from one of the Rocky movies. Of, of all the, he has so many great little motivational speeches throughout Adrian. the Rocky movies. But one more round one is more something round. that is, my coach used to always say that to me. Um, and he's full of shit because it would be <laughs> 10 more rounds. But he'd always say one more round, and that's where I, with Ava, I just say one more mile. You know, like let, let's just tomorrow. Even when you finish a race, the next day you're gonna get up and run one more mile. So you, you never are done. But in life and everything else, like you said, losing a job, just go one more mile. There's gonna be another job. Yep. Just get through one that door mile. closes, another window opens. But you have to have that mentality to be able to see that window. If you don't have that mentality, you'll be like, you feel enclosed, you feel alone, you feel like that's nothing's there for you. But trust me, there is things out there. You just gotta push yourself and do it especially now now in these days where we see a lot of violence a lot of things taking our taking our good morals away of learning to do positive things now we're learning to do negative things on tv on the radio everywhere we see it i see things are like hey man you shouldn't be why are you hitting your brother over the head with this bat or throwing a rock or doing oh i saw it on tv they were doing it on this no you should you know, especially our young minds, we need to mold them and teach them the right things, the right, uh, the right mindsets, the right attitude, so they, so they can continue to be our future. Because the young minds are going to be our future. We're going to be the, the senior citizens pretty soon. You know, and I don't want to be like having uh, a nurse with skinny jeans or skinny <laughs> coming into the room. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm like, I'd rather have somebody that's like, hello, sir, how you doing? Can I help you? Anything anything I can assist you with? But you guys get what I'm saying. So, Andrew, tell me, um, any upcoming races that you're going to be doing in this next 
six months? Uh, yeah, we got some really fun ones. Some some with the group and some some of myself. I have. Uh, you'll be out there for for next weekend. Uh, yeah, trail, trail trashed. Trash. Gonna do the marathon at Trail Trashed. I'm doing the 10K. Uh, I gotta save my legs. Oh, you got, awesome. hey, you got that ultra coming up. Yep, yep. Uh, I got a triathlon coming up in April. Nice. Uh, I, I wanted to do one of those so bad. Spartan beat uh, the beast and Big Bear. Okay. That we got a group of of Avis Avengers going, and then. Uh, one of the ones I'm most excited for for this year, <laughs> two two that I am most excited for. One's gonna because it's a, it's a Spartan race, gonna be great. Uh, we have ten of Avis Avengers going down to Phoenix for the Stadium Spartan. Oh, That's nice. gonna be a really great trip and uh, get to raise some money for a great cause. But then, um, are you doing the donut run here? I I'm not thinking. When is it? April. It's the end. Last weekend in April. Yes, yes, I will. As long as it's not within the. The, the first couple weeks after I'm finished with the blue, then it's, I should be It's fine. the last Sunday in April. And okay, it's, so uh, I should be recovered by then, hopefully. I think we got 15 or 16 Avengers going out, but it's, I, I tend to be so fairly I'll healthy, show up so but I'm not going to be healthy on that day. <laughs> we're, we're, we're starting eating uh, before the race and going to probably eat donuts until the everyone is sick and then going back and... He's going to become Homer Simpson, guys. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to like donuts. That's my one day of the year where it's just all bets are going to be off and we got 16 to 20 people involved oh, wow. getting unhealthy together for one day. <laughs> hey, you got, are they going to be Krispy Kreme donuts or just regular donuts? I think they got all kinds of donuts from the way it's, it sounds. So. Yeah, I just I was watching the St. Patty. Uh, they had the St. Patrick's Day donuts at Krispy Kreme. It just didn't look right. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, that's too much of a, like... Uh, they got the new Nutella ones. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah, yeah. The stuffed crust filled Nutella one. Yeah, you got to have them. I haven't tried it. I wanted to, but then I'm like, if I eat it, I'm going to have to run like eight miles. You got to run two Krispy Kremes. Yeah, and back. <laughs> so you can just enjoy it and then burn the calories back home. And then you'll be like, hey, I'm back to zero. <laughs> That's cool. So um, what would you say, Andrew, to somebody that wants to um, help? How, how can they help you? How can they join your efforts to do what you do? So that's the cool thing with Ava's Avengers is, is anybody can help and be part of Ava's Avengers. You might not be an Avenger day one, but you're part of the group and you, you can do that where um, you just go to Ava's Avengers, like Google it, you can find the website. There's a way to contact us on there. Is it avasavengers.com? Or is, I, it, or is it? I believe so. There may be a one or something in there, but I, okay. I believe avasadventures.com is it. I should I should know that. No worries, but, sir. No worries, guys. We'll definitely get you that information. Check out the link. We can even put the yeah. We'll put the link up. But it's the uh, the big thing with it is we say find your inner hero because everyone is capable. It's get out your front door. It doesn't matter if you haven't run in 10 years. Get out the front door is the first step. And you, you can walk. No one cares if you walk a 5K. You're still sitting there helping other people. Yes, sir. And it can just be helping a cause. You could be making some noise to say, hey, this isn't right. Or this family fell on this day. You know, they had a fire and they didn't have fire insurance. And they lost everything. And we want to get some attention over there so people can make donations and help. By doing a 5K, it's a great way to get make some noise and get attention to a cause or you can raise money and you can help local charities across the country if you're listening to this in another state you don't need to be with us to be an avenger and help we can help you with local charities and we can put you in touch and say hey one of our people wants to do a 5k raise some money for you guys and and they'll help you take it from there yeah definitely so as you heard guys if you guys definitely want to get involved uh instant message me say hey mr run to improve i heard your podcast with andrew wright and ava's avenger and we want to be part of it so please go ahead give me the information and connect me and i'll definitely make sure to give you that connection and forward to you his info so that way you guys 
become part of the Avenger team. Now, is there? Does everybody have a character, or you? Yeah, we call them their alter egos. Their alter uh, we egos. We keep it true to the comics, but okay, yeah, okay. what happens with that is pe people come in and. It's very hard to explain because it's not you don't get to be who you want to be. It's as you train, you spend some time with us, we start to see the, the real you and the inner you. And, it, and it, that's how you you would be amazed when people find <laughs> what superhero they've been who they, not who they project themselves to be in public, okay. who they think they'd like to be. It, it's who they really are when it's down and when it counts. Nice. And amazingly, you always find these characters. And once you find that character, it makes it's the best you. It makes you be better on days days that you don't want to. Yeah. You realize, you know what? This, this person would never do that, and I don't need to do that either. And guess what, guys? There's so many characters from both universes, Marvel and DC, yeah. right? So they, they, they don't discriminate. We are here to help and to motivate and inspire others to step up and come out of the couch. And if you guys are a little analytical, you like to read before you do things, come on to my website, runtoimprove.com. I have a little thing that I put together. It's a couch to a 5K to an 8K program that I did and I followed. And it's simple enough where you start running, you start walking first, then you pick up a little jog, and then you move on to running. So definitely check that out. But I feel you on that. That's, that's the way to go. And that's awesome that you wait and you train them and figure out what their persona is and then that's how it, they it, it helps you and it, it, you see people we had someone at the uh, when we did the officer down race one of our guys who great dude um but he ended up he was struggling in the race and then was pushing towards the end to try to pick it up and, and finish strong and he saw someone struggling and instead of finishing strong he stopped to help that person and finished with them instead and it's like he wouldn't have done that six months earlier but no he remembered that behind. that's what his hero would have done it's that, that little conscience that angel on your shoulder telling nice. you and I can, I can say honestly no matter how good it feels to work for something and accomplish it nothing feels better than when you've helped someone else or someone says comes to you and says thank you I'm doing this because I, I saw you guys and I started doing this you guys have inspired me to, to help other people or someone saying you know you see a family that you helped with medical bills and this kid is then playing soccer a year later that was in a hospital getting chemo right. um, nice That's that awesome. feels that so good and it's right so there. much better than anything you can ever do for yourself when you're out there impacting other lives so that's one thing I promise if you want to leave a mark with your life doing things for other people and this is a great way to do it because you're doing it while you're being healthy that's awesome I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm excited that you guys found your legacy that you're going to leave behind and sometimes that's what we need to find what is my legacy what are you going to leave behind what am I going to be known for and are you going to be known for the guy that was in the couch you can but but that's not a unique title everybody has that are you going to be known for the person that inspired thousands or you could just be known for that person that inspired one soul one person to make a change to improve themselves to better and go out there and guess what that becomes a trickle effect because now you change that person that person is now going to want to change to the next person and then the next person and yes by then you definitely did help thousands but you won't get to see that and if you do that's even more power to you but if not hopefully you're doing it just because it's out of your kindness and you want to motivate and you want to do it for others because you felt that gratification that you received from what you're doing yes yes but yeah guys we're here still at the aid station beautiful sunny day we have a few hikers coming through we got a beautiful pupper and 
Hey, I like the way she rolls. She has that bat. She's like, I ain't a plane. <laughs> oh, she, oh, oh, those are for coyotes. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're, we're glad that's... Stay tuned, people. We might see some coyotes. You smell my puppy? Yeah, she probably smells my puppy. Oh, yeah, mine's a little girl. She's all in. Yeah. Don't pee on their stuff. Don't pee on their stuff. Don't pee on their stuff. Oh, really? Well, the cat. <laughs> yeah. Right to the cat. Wow. That's awesome. Have a good one. Oh, well, that's you. Uh, At least 300, probably? Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, was it the Mardi Gras? Was it the Hoover Dam? Half? I mean, everybody's Irish today. <laughs> yeah, you know, the really pale redhead. He's not Irish. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, guys, as you hear, we like to have fun. We enjoy ourselves doing these things. And that's the beauty of it. We're enjoying nature, just mingling, talking to people, and sharing our passion. But yeah, so... As you see, Andrew lives a very productive life. He's doing a little bit of everything charity-wise. Um, so now let's hear a little bit about his personal goals in life. Now, what do you want to accomplish? What do you see yourself doing in the next year or so? Um, man, you know what? It, it's, it's an interesting question because it's I've done more professionally than I expected to. Nice. So okay. I'm at a point where it's, I, I mean, my main focus obviously is my, make sure my kids grow up happy and healthy, but it's now leaving the world better than it is. Is that I never grew up out of being a five-year-old in a beautiful. Superman cape. You hear that guy say it one more time, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I, I still want to be Clark Kent and put on the cape and just leave the world a better place. And that's Amen you, to that. exactly what you said about the trickle effect is when we started Ava's Avengers, it was um, my friend Carnell and I and Ava. My, my wife was pregnant and, and not running at the time with oh, our, wow. our son. Okay, so okay. it was just Ava and myself and Carnell. So Ava was in the belly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh, she was already. Alex was in the belly. Ah, Ava Alex had had her surgery. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, uh, she had brain surgery at four, and that's when we we started it. She did her, her first Spartan less than a year later. Wow. Um, that's awesome. So she was like, what, five? Yeah. We said she was five. She, <laughs> she was almost five. Her birthday was a couple weeks away, uh, okay. but we kind of fudged it to get her in. But she, um, it was the three of us. And by now there are over, and this is only, uh, this is our, we're in our fifth year. So it's only been four years. There's about between 30 and 40 people who run as Avengers across the country regularly. And then some like one-offs that'll just jump in and help. And it's nice. every year it's growing. We just did it uh, back East. There was a Spartan race at a ski resort last weekend and we had 
two people from here fly out and do it, nice. and then three of our East Coast Avengers, and one brand new Avenger. So every month we're getting new Avengers, which means every month more lives get touched because that person has their outreach. Now, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this app. It's called Zoom, okay? And this app, it, it lets you connect to multiple uh, phones at the same time. All, everybody just needs an access code, and I think this would be perfect for you guys when you guys create a like a special event for Ava's uh, Avengers, and you want to have everybody come up live on video, you know, all at the same time. You'll be able to get up to 40 free different channels that see each other for free. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah, so you'll be Very able cool. to see everybody, their own little monitor, like through their phone. You're like, oh, there's. Oh, I see, I see 16, and if you want to see the next 16, you swipe left, then you see the next 16. So if there's 42 people all in the event, you'll see all the 42, you just got to sweep. And then when you talk, everybody hears you. So it's like a, a conference, basically like a conference call, but I think this would be nice for you guys so you could bring everybody together. Have you guys have a national or a big event? Yeah. Where you bring everybody from everywhere? Um, you know, not... So in Vegas, we, we did, we did the at the Spartan World Championships two years ago. We had a bunch of people from the different states all meet up uh, in Tahoe, and we all did the event together. Uh, we've, but we've also done to help different families or things. We'll do like the equivalent of a virtual event. Ah, okay. And yep, we I all do it at the so your Zoom thing. Like, so I'm out here running 13 miles or rucking. 10 right. miles while Jared and the East Coast Avengers are doing it back east and we just time it so we're all doing it at the same time we usually will like call and say hi but the zoom thing would be so much better yep. <laughs> they didn't know about that that's so much more efficient and I got another thing for you also that I just learned Strava if you create an account on Strava you could create an event on Strava okay and you could create this virtual event on Strava everybody logs in on a Saturday a specific Saturday you tell them the time then those that are going to participate, they know that it starts at 8 o'clock exactly on Saturday, right, for example. So as soon as they turn on their Star Strava at 8 o'clock and they're they're off, and they're, they actually have to join your event first. So they're, they're a part of the community, they join the event, and as soon as the event happens that day and they turn on their, their Garmin or their app on their phone or whatever, however they're accessing Strava, that information gets related back to the event and it tracks it to you like it was a racing okay. company. So therefore you get their times, you get their stats, and you get the whole list of everybody that participated under one thing. That's awesome. And I, that I'm slowly working together to get that going. So I wanted to try it out, but so far the way they showed it on the video, I'm like, man, that's, that's the way to go. The next step to virtual running. Because people want to see stats, they want to see that. But at the same time, it's, it does get spendy, especially if you're running every weekend. Some races are between $35 to $50. But like I said, those funds go to a good cause. You decide what cause you want to go or want to support. But if you are like me and running, 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 eventually it does get, it catches up with your pocket and you're like, ah, I need some assistance or I need to find other ways to keep you, myself you know motivated. You something what's good with that though, how you're describing it without, without any money involved is I'm a huge believer in, in group thought, yes. group vibes, Not, and I don't mean praying because everyone has their own beliefs, but Correct. group focus, um, and that when Ava had her surgery, there was this little cartoon character of her that my friend drew, and that day we went on Facebook when we were like when she was mid-surgery, 
and there were like a couple thousand people, all of people we didn't know, like people in Japan, and these people who nice. saw their friends do it and put her profile picture. And she just, she had just a miraculous recovery of, of surgery, and I firmly believe that it is just so many people sending love of like this little girl who I don't know got a shitty hand. So I'm not, sorry if I'm not supposed to. Worry. No, no, you're, um, you're fine. But they just unconditionally, unconditionally sent good vibes. So something like that Strava thing, if you have a little kid who's going in for a chemo treatment, a kid, little exactly. kid who's going in for spinal surgery, or something like that. If you get a couple hundred people from across the country to go run at the same time with just a Get Well Brian shirt, right. they make they write on it with marker or something. Right. Doesn't even need to spend money. I, I create the virtual bibs. I, I I have a setup where you download it. You can print it. All you need is printer. And you have you a couple hundred people going out at the same time but, with that same message. You don't need to spend any money on it, but it's very powerful. That yeah. puts a lot of, of, of energy into the universe that goes to healing instead of selfishness or negativity. Exactly. So I, I really, really like that, that idea with the Strava event. And, and that, a perfect example was just um, on the 14th. Um, for those that don't know or that don't uh, watch the news, we recently lost Stephen Hawkins. So I recently created a pie, do a pie run, and rest in peace, a pie run for Stephen Hawkins, dedicate three miles to him passing all passing away at the same time he contributed in a lot of ways i don't know too much about his theory his lives i've read several things and the things that i did read inspired me to do to look out the box you know so i thank him for that and wish him well up in the next lifetime but other than that by me putting that pie around people were they're like yeah they, they felt the same way i did they felt like hey you know what i'll dedicate these three miles to him to help him pass or to help him go out there but just putting that vibe out there like he says that vibe creates positiveness and that's where you get that hey man i get the good vibe so let's create some good vibes guys join those virtual runs especially if you see them on facebook they don't cost you anything all they cost you is a little bit of time wouldn't you want somebody to give you a little bit of time if you were in the need right absolutely he says but yeah guys man this is so beautiful you guys should be out here it's a beautiful sunny morning i see the blue skies we got the lake we got the lake uh, man it looks like an ocean like a mini ocean where's the jet skis where's the boats though <laughs> i don't see none they're probably still sleeping <laughs> but yeah so keep, definitely check that out guys um let's see what else can we talk about um what's the longest distance you ran Andrew? uh in a race uh, 32 at uh, Spartan Ultra Beast, just about 31.8 or so. Oh wow! Um, and, and, and that kind of a race, and then I did a uh, ultra marathon a few years back that was just a timed one, um, and, and where you got as far as you could go in that amount of time. And okay. It was like 36. Um, I'm gonna do that the 50 miler this year, uh, Ryan, in oh, September. Nice, nice. That up. Okay, um, okay. Want to hit a hundred miler when they do the jackpot ultra next uh, February? Oh, man. Hey, all I know is you're gonna do good. You're gonna be out there. I'll definitely be out there capturing those moments, and yeah, we'll bring it this live is to the you. Sound of someone taking poop off a trail. <laughs> That's the only bad part. Now let me ask you, what's one of the craziest scenarios that you had to deal with while out there in the trail by yourself or on a run on a trail? <laughs> um. Well, I had 
weather-wise, that, that Ultra Beast in Tahoe, because you were summiting the mountains and you were, I was telling you this morning how you're running through the clouds at one point and it's snowing around you and then you get up above the clouds and you're looking down on them, but the wind was so strong, there were sections where we had to link people because we were getting blown over, um, which was just crazy, crazy elemental weather. But then um, I was sweeping one of the Desert Dash races a few years ago and we were on those switchbacks and bootleg and there was a rattlesnake that was going straight down the side of the mountain. So every time we came to the switchbacks, it, it, we kept crossing paths with the rattlesnake, which was interesting. I'm from New York, so we don't have rattlesnakes where I'm from. Uh, so that yeah, was, they, they would be probably be all frozen. Like <laughs> an interesting introduction to, to desert wildlife, where we pat, cross paths with this thing six or seven times. And no matter what pace we went to try to get ahead of it or behind it, we just kept running into that rattlesnake. Right he on. was friendly though. That's awesome. Now that's good stuff. Okay, okay. Let's see. What else? What else do you guys want to know about Andrew? What can we talk? Let's see. Right now, like I said, we're just having a friendly conversation, guys. Bringing you some information. Just trying to wait for the runners to come, so we could say, "Hey, have some water. Have some gels." Do, do you prefer Gatorade or do you like the gels? Do you prefer gels? What do you normally um, take? So. I like Gatorade's super sweet for me. Uh, there's a couple other uh, electrolyte type drinks that I like that aren't quite so sweet. I'm not, a, I'm even just like dessert wise, I'm not a sweets person. Um, that's why the, the donuts, I'm very particular about what kinds. I can't right, be right. all like, I'll, I'll eat a glazed donut or an apple fritter other than that. Oh, apple fritter. Um, I love those. Bear claw. Uh, yeah, I don't do chocolate, but uh, heed, I like that and a couple of the other things. The gels are... Those are very sweet to me. Yeah, the gels are a necessary evil. They definitely, like, they help when you're on those long runs. They help. Um, but I also, like, uh, my favorite thing on long runs and, and long races is you bring Uncrustables, which those little, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that are ah. pre-made and they have no crust and they're sealed up so they're not messy. Gotcha, gotcha. You can get okay. peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and honey. So you get some sugars and some fats and some carbs in there. And, you know, if you're out there for a couple of hours, that hits the spot and keeps nice. you going. I just recently saw that they made uh, pickle juice ices. Yeah, you know what? They, that's unbelievable. You, you're not gonna believe it if you're, you're listening and just getting into this. If you're someone who, who runs a lot, you're not surprised, but pickle juice is actually one of the best things for like when you're, you're cramping and you, or you're dehydrated. Pickle juice is one of the best things you can have. And you, It sounds weird, but um, like as a wrestling and grappling coach, and then as an endurance athlete, like that's one of the things we swear by, because uh, it really gets you going and gets rid of everything much faster than anything like Gatorade, um, certainly healthier. And then a little trick for the trail, if you're gonna go out, if you're someone who runs into cramping problems a lot, right, right. Um, mustard. Get a, go to 7-Eleven oh, yeah. and works get, a mustard get mustard packets, like just grab a handful. I don't know why it works, and it's not psychosomatic because I didn't believe in it, and happened uh, to be cramping up because I got real dehydrated on a race. Within, a, within one minute, huh? It, yeah, it's within it's one minute. Amazing. I, I felt the same way. Um, the person that actually um, gave me some mustard, I believe it was Amy. Uh, L, she, she's one of my friends on Facebook, and she said, hey, take this. And I was actually doing the uh, uh, Trail of Fire um, with Triple Dare. And I took it. A minute later, that it actually cleared my cramps right up. I mean, I was still in pain, but it was not cramping. You cramp. can move. Yeah. I could move, exactly. And I was like, wow. 
mustard. Whoever thought that? Yeah, and it's the yellow mustard. It's not the not tasty ones like Dijon or Deli mustard. It's just <laughs> a plain yellow mustard. So definitely make sure to hit the 7-Eleven before you hit that 12K. But yeah, man, so nice. Uh, and we are about, that race is about to kick off. We got a yep, minute. Yep. So the race is about to start. We're going to be hopefully seeing a few racers here in about 17 minutes. I got my camera out here. I can definitely catch them from here. Coming all the way through to the second. So that's probably what? The third aid station? That's, the, that's aid station number two, but they hit that and then us uh, and then that. Nice. So I don't know exactly why we're called number one. Right. But because they got to run through two to get to one, right? Yeah. And then they go back. And then it's three. So I guess. Well. They did the math. They, they did the math. They, they added the one and three and got four and divided it by two and said you're station two. Hey, actually, let's talk about some math here. Have you seen <laughs> the way they teach kids how to add? I, yeah. Or multiply? It's like, I understand the math. It took me a while to understand it. But, I, don't, I mean, to me, that doesn't seem simple. I'd rather be the way that I was taught, you know, carry the one or multiply across, up and down, and then, you know, not 10, 20, 30, and then add two for it, and then you get 34. I'm like, ha. it was just weird. I, I don't know if you experienced that with your kids in school yet. Yeah, they definitely, and, and I make the, I still make them do it old school. I'm like, you know, school's a game. You got to do what they tell you to do. So you'll learn it this way. But you're also going to learn it this way because it's it is more applicable in real life. Right. And they don't even. It's to the point where if doing that, like though it, like you said, it works. They don't even really need to memorize their facts as much anymore as they used to. And so I was like, nope. You you will and know all your yeah, facts. That's that's what they. So that's what they're teaching. Yeah. You you need to have the knowledge behind it so you understand it even more. But I just don't know how if. Like, how is the way they're going to teach me how to multiply and add going to apply when I'm doing chemistry or doing algebra or doing calculus? Because that won't, I, I just don't see those methods breaking into that. But that is just me. Although calculus, man, that's one of those, like, you had to take it in college. Like, what the hell do you do in real life with it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I spent that money. <laughs> yep. I've, I've never used that in real life. <laughs> never, yeah. Never. Let's see what it. I've used PE in life. That's about it. But not and a graphic calculator. And not a graphic calculator. Like, hmm, let me get the square root of X. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. Things that they teach. History. Did we learn anything about history? It's good to know history because you want to know where you come from or what the world is about. Uh, English, definitely. Pay attention in English. Math, PE. Those are the main three. I think honestly, one thing that oh, and writing. I, I think that writing. they should find a better way to teach because you had to take it, but they didn't tell you why at the time. Right. Is the, the stuff like home economics? They, Money, yes. Home economics, finance. How, how to manage your finances? How to how to do things at home? How, yeah. How do do you know how to change a light bulb? Do you know how to change out like if, if you uh, man, if you, that's if that's you awesome. Circuit breaker, uh, cooking. I it blows. I I grew took up, home ec away. Yeah, and I, I just got, I'm lucky, I'm uh, from an Italian family, and yeah. so I was taught to, to cook by my mom and grandmother. Same here, my, my dad grills, so I learned to grill, but I have so many friends that are, are grown-ass adults that can't cook for themselves. You're like, what like, are you eating? Old eggs. Why? I don't want to make anything else. Yep, they had a bare fridge. Oh, I'm a single dude. So? That's unacceptable. <laughs> I'd like to eat if I was a single dude. I'd still, I'd still be cooking. So. My fridge, when I was single, 
course, in the beginning, I used to drink, guys. So it was butt lights, cokes, sprites, and then meats, fruits, <laughs> and then Coronas at the bottom. And that was the life. They got their own shelf. <laughs> yeah, they had their own shelf, and that and that was the life. But then, you know, I would go to my other homies. And I'm like, Pepsi, soda, top ramen, <laughs> ketchup, then, ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> Where, where's the rest? It's like, I never eat at home. I don't cook. I'm like, why not? I don't know how to cook. What? So you don't know how to cook your mom's main dishes? I, I mean, I'm a boy. I had to pay attention. And she's not like, she's like, here, you're gonna learn how to cook. She's like, hey, do you want to learn how to cook this? I'm like, yeah, cause I love it. I want to learn how to make this. And now I know how to make my mom's dishes, which I could show that love to my friends, to my other family members, and they're like. Wow, man, that tastes exactly or even better. But it's never better because there's nothing like mom. But yeah, that's awesome. You got to learn how to cook, even if you're a guy, man. Take care of yourself. Cooking, cleaning, sewing, even ironing, guys. I like to be pressed, man. When I go out, I like to look fit. I like to look clean. I like to have my stripes. I like to have my creases. So guess what? I can either pay for it or I can learn how to do it myself. You just get that satisfaction knowing, hey, I did this, I can do it. There's a couple over there. Uh, laundry, man. Oh. My, my freshman year in college, I had to teach my whole hallway how to do laundry. Don't get me started on laundry. Laundry, I got ladies coming at me when I'm when I go to the laundromat. They actually come in. They're like, wow, sir, you have your things so nice and straight and tight. I mean, I don't know if it was because I learned how to fold when I worked at, in retail stores to kind of show off the thing and it's nice and creased. I'm like, no, nah, but this is the way it should be. Shirt, white shirts, black shirts, jeans, sweats, socks, and underwears. And then your dress shirts right out of the come out of the thing, hang them up, give them a little, uh, what is this called? Snap. Snap, a little snap. And then there you go, boom. Then you don't have to iron as much as when you get ready to wear it. But, but yeah, you gotta impress those ladies. Little things like this, come. This is a life podcast, man. This is even a running podcast. Yeah, now now, now we switch. Life skills podcast. Now we we jump into another thing, and that's what I love about it. We could talk about anything that improves our lives. But so, to tie it in, if you're dedicated to go out and run, yeah, you, you can do. You can be dedicated enough to do your laundry. Exactly. Um, I was listening to this one uh, YouTube. It says, you want to be successful in life, the first thing you do when you wake up is make your bed. If you can't make your bed, how are you going to be successful in life? And that's the truth. And he goes, why do you want to make your bed? Because there's nothing than having that feeling when you get home after a long, tired day, and then you drop yourself in the bed and it's nicely made and fresh. You're like, ah. Well, I I'm a, a big believer in that, like, the avalanche effect of if, once you start, when you do certain things, it's a progression. So even just, I'm not, I'm not as much of that, like, my bed made so that it's made when I get home. It's, in a, it's not immaculate. I'm not military tight with that. Right, right. But I'll always tidy up, you tidy up my side of the bed because it's, once I've done that, I'm inclined to go do something else. And you just keep doing and doing and it... It builds to then when you're actually like awake and functioning, right. but you're not in that like I'm gonna bare minimum everything gotcha. and coasting through. It's just sort of 
completion after completion through the day so you don't get you don't have a day full of unfinished tasks that exactly. you started you instead of half finishing oh look i i was gonna take a shower i just washed my face <laughs> you're gonna need a shower buddy. Just, yeah it's, <laughs> it rinse out <laughs> that's, rinse out. that's <laughs> it no no more using that <laughs> just put on some axe <laughs> no no axe and then they use the the dry have you seen the it's a shampoo you spray Oh, no. oh your head. No. That's it. No, and then you no, just no. clean it with a towel. That's it. Uh, that, that has to be American made because we're the <laughs> only people that would be that lazy. Instant shampoo spray. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? I guess if you have that funky hair and you don't want to take a shower, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Take the guys. five minutes and get in the shower. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Trust me, guys. Oh, it's actually the wind is picking up, guys. So it's. Let's see. And this is the beauty of it. Like, you know, sometimes you get into the groove, you're talking, and then you kind of. <laughs> and right, I would usually have a list of questions to ask, but we're at Libin. We're just just going, right. just going. Flow, through. flow is good. Flow is good, and then I could add it. So that's no biggie. But yeah. Uh, so let's see. I got a question for you. Yeah. What's your favorite race that you have done? My and why? Why was that your? Not just one right, one, I think one. right now my favorite race that I've done would have to be the, uh, the Reno 10 miner, which I had to travel to Reno. So it was one of my first races that I had to go out of, out of where I live. Not a state, but it's because it was here in Nevada. But I had to travel from work. And just the story going through it is just awesome. I'll share it with you guys. Um, so I, I had to take the bus out there because I couldn't drive out there. So I decided to go through Greyhound, right? So I go to Greyhound, buy my ticket. I'm just sitting there minding my own business. And then this lady walks up and she goes, hey, yeah, I think you're cute. <laughs> okay, thank you, ma'am, I appreciate it. And she goes, do you want something? At first, I didn't understand what this she was at. at. This is at the bus stop. <laughs> so I got solicited for some action at the bus stop. <laughs> and I was like, I was kind of flattered, but at the same time, I was kind of disgusted. I was like, uh, at the bus stop? I'm like, it made me think, how many times does this happen a day? Yeah. <laughs> does she come pick up people every every hour on the hour? I mean, I'm not there to judge her, but at the same time, I'm like, this is weird. So that's how my race started, right? My travels, at least. So I got flattered and disgusted at the same time. That's how I spent my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up traveling to Reno. It took about three hours. Uh, no, not three hours. I think it was a like six-hour trip. Put it this way. I traveled at 12 a.m. and I got there like around six in the morning. So about six hours, yes. So I... I ended up over there visiting a good friend, Annette Schultz, which I had the pleasure of meeting through another gentleman that I only got to talk to him maybe. Oh, we got Rob Listen, but we got runners coming. There, there are ways out, but you can start seeing the silhouettes. Yep, I see them. Man, these guys are cruising. And it's only 810, guys. Man, we got 10 million milers. Um, but yeah, so I met um, and it shows to a gentleman named Daryl Henry, who unfortunately passed away now, and we ended up doing a honor race uh, or honoring him 
through one of Triple Dare's race at Trail Trash. So this is going to be his second year that they're going to come out and do his run to honor him, Daryl Henry. Rest in peace. So that's how I met Annette Schultz. So I got the opportunity to go out and stay with her at her house in Reno. And everything was fine. She was a great host. Uh, it was a relay race, so we had to split the mileage. Nice. Uh, I had the opportunity to run around the Reno campus, which i never been out there before. I ran the Reno track also for the Wolfpack. So just all around, it was an enjoyable event. The neighborhood around it, it's awesome. It's like a hot rod, 60s, 80s city. Everywhere you go, there's muscle cars, there's low riders, there's hot rods, there's sports racer cars. So if you're into all that, definitely your city. Uh, much smaller than Vegas. And all the houses, they're like one or two bedrooms. That's it. They're cookie, so cute cookie uh, cut houses. But yeah, that has to be one of my favorite races right now, just because I had to travel. Um, but I think coming up, it's gonna end up being blue. That's gonna be my best. Yeah. Yep. That's gonna be well, my. You worked for that one. Like you've been. That's a lot of work. Going yeah, I've been busting myself to get to that point, to get to there, because I know it's gonna be worth it. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 one of my races, guys. Right now, we're just preparing the cups for the runners. We're filling them up with water. We got Gatorade for them. We got gels. We're in a currently pause, guys. So just bear with us. Taking care of business. Gotta have this ready for these runners. Yeah. We don't we don't get a lot of real estate on the table, so we're gonna be. Organizing this. We're monopolizing the whole table right now. So what's while we're doing it here, I got another question for you. Yeah. Do you have any ridiculous race stories of like something that are somewhat I don't want to say embarrassing necessarily? <laughs> uh, I got it's one. It's kind of silly for people to be embarrassed about things, but you know, I've learned to take embarrassment as part of life. Yeah. You, you gotta need, laugh it you off. You gotta man. laugh it off. If you don't laugh it off, then you can't you you're, you just you won't you won't have fun. Alright, so this happened at the Red Rock when I was running my first half marathon with Triple Dare. Um, this is the five hour half marathon that I ended up doing out there. So, I'm running, everything's going good for the first couple miles. By now, I'm at mile, I would say mile, mile 12, because I was almost there. I was at four hours and 20 minutes or something like that. And then, I'm running trying to get to the finish line when suddenly I get cramps on both legs uh, so guess what I go down like a like a tree straight down to the floor and I've been running for the last 20 minutes and I didn't have nobody in front of me and I didn't have nobody behind me no sweeper or anything like that right when those cramps hit I'm on the floor curled up like to, fetus to fully explain this and to people listening by the way though this isn't like a little bit of a cramp or uncomfortable what he's talking about like you literally can't move yeah like, you're so if people bitch about lebron james having cramps but like you you clearly never had cramps yeah not not to that extent where you can't even move you can't even stand up so i'm over here in fetal position screaming ah, <laughs> hitting the floor like punching it squeezing the the, the heck out of my thighs because it was my inner thighs where it was just, it was, I was like, ah, 
and then all of a sudden I look to my left and there's like a deck and there's these like six seven people just looking at me <laughs> so I'm thinking oh man these people be here watching me scream for like last 20 minutes <laughs> And probably some family from the Midwest or something that's and like, then, what and the then hell? All of a sudden, somebody pops out. Hey, do you need help? I was like, what? There's somebody here? Oh, I'm like, no, sir. No, I'm just cramping. Funny. And then five minutes later, Kathy, show, Kathy Walmack shows around the corner. She's like, Jose, are you okay? Because I'm still on the floor. I'm like, yeah, I just can't get up. I'm cramping. And she's like, you want me to help you? I'm like... No, just let me just settle here for a little bit. She's like, here, have a banana. She brought me a banana. So there, after that, I managed to get back up. So I'm over here cramping and walking like I just, like I got chafings in my legs and I'm like all white leg spread. And then luckily Coach Rhino showed up and he walked with me the last mile. He kind of pushed me through to it to continue. And the rest is history. But yeah, that's one of my most embarrassing oh, ones. That's amazing. I just see this like, Oh, first first running. Speed up the trail. Yep. I just see this family from like Nebraska. <laughs> Out seeing the West for the first time. <laughs> Some dude just laying screaming in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are they just watching me do that? <laughs> the, 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 the whole funny part is I thought I was out there by myself. So I'm thinking I could be in pain freely. <laughs> not monitor my pain. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a great, that's a movie moment, man. That is a movie moment. <laughs> See, like, I want to do that. I want to make a video. I want to do the, uh, the forest run, for, uh, uh, forest gump run, where he's running down the mountain, and he's, or down the highway, and you see the mountains all the way. I want to get that moment right there. Yeah, he's cruising. Yeah, I'll definitely be able to get goof. Oh, but yeah, that's one of my most embarrassing moments, guys. <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing at that tonight. <laughs> Just pick the visual you, of it. You should ask Kathy. She probably got a better visual from it. Yeah! Awesome. Good job! We got some electrolytes on this side, water on this side, some gel. All right. Yep. Yep. Excellent work. Good job, guys. Keep it up. Don't worry. We got Good job, man. We got electrolytes, we got water, we got gel. We got them covered for those reasons. <laughs> Killer onesie. Yep, love the onesie. They're working. Keep it up. Yeah, man, I want to come out. I already, uh, I'm going to get the, um, there's a Robocop onesie. No, that's awesome. I was like, oh shit, I want to be Robocop. Robocop. All right, guys, now we got runners coming through, baby. We got some pictures happening. Everything is going through. We're at 51 minutes and counting. So I'm going to stop it out here, and we'll see you later, guys. But thank you for joining us. Now let's continue to All do right. this. Cheers, everybody. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah.